We've got a bit of a star in the studio this morning, Caroline. We're very excited. We have got a very special guest, long-term radio announcer, uh, Sheridan Stewart. Good morning. Good morning. We know Sheridan, uh, if you're an Adelaide radio fan from, what, late 90s, Sheridan? Uh, Ah, yeah. Yeah, Nice work. And then uh, you've popped up all over the place. You did, uh, did a Sunshine Coast radio stint here as well. Um, so, you know, she's just been giving us a few tips there during that song. <laughs> I have to say, I'm not kidding. This sounds so um, self-involved, but I love interviewing radio announcers because you always know what we need. <laughs> <laughs> first of all... I'm so here to fulfil all your needs. For, for, Good morning. First of all, we need our ego brushed. <laughs> no, but you know, like, you know how to tell a story. Hey, uh, so, all right then. Uh, no, no, first things first, Mark has got a question to ask you about your radio career. Oh, uh, with it. unfortunately, it's not a very positive story. Oh, but thank you. Is it true oh, a good start, Mark. That, that you were mid-shift? So when we talk shift, it's the four hours you do on air mm-hmm. and the management called you in, this particular radio station called you in and said, sorry, Sheridan, it's all over and sacked you while you are on air. Wow. Is, is, it, is this true? This is a radio <laughs> kind of myth. It's true. I was made redundant mid-shift um, on my 10th anniversary, like literally the week of my 10th anniversary in a market where I'd been, you know, number one, really smashed it. And so seriously, I thought they were calling me in for a surprise party. I thought it was going to be surprise. <laughs> and I was surprised. Yes, I was surprised. <laughs> but not the good surprise. Not the good surprise. And they expect you to go back into the yeah, studio and finish your shift. Yeah, absolutely, oh, yes. Jeepers. You can imagine Jeepers. what I told them about that. Yeah, right. yeah. So you did not finish your shift I and that was not. it. And the audience would have been like, where's Sheridan? <laughs> We've been listening to her for 10 years. <laughs> What happened? That's right. Yeah. It gets hey, better. It gets better. You're now an author. You've got yes. a new book. It's called I Have Enough, I Do Enough, I Am Enough. Now, it's about a 90-day challenge you set yourself. And what was the challenge all about? Okay. So I set myself a challenge, um, you know, which I came to discover was about finding contentment. But I found myself um, gaining weight that I'd lost and kept off for quite a long time. And that is, if anyone's ever had that particular struggle in life, uh, a really challenging thing to do. So I was um, finding some challenges at work. I was challenged on every level. And financially, I'd had a small inheritance and I was it was like going through my fingers. It was COVID. Yeah. And my husband, God bless him, I mean, he took a huge risk. This could have, <laughs> this could have ended badly. He said, oh, maybe you should check how much you're eating out in restaurants and cafes with oh, your girlfriend. Did. Hello. Oh, gosh, he did oh, take a risk. Very big that. risk. Jeez, brave man. We don't like it when our husbands ask us to um, check our behaviour. No, that's right, he, let alone our budget. Did he phone that in from another state? <laughs> he was actually living interstate at the time, so oh, he had a quick yep. escape route, so he's, you know, FIFO, yeah. and suggested that I go and do a forensic look at my bank balance and look back for the last three months and see what I'd been doing. And I did that and I discovered that, yes, it was pretty easy to predict. I'm from the cafe generation. This is what we do. This is how we meet and communicate and hang out. I was spending a fair bit in cafes and restaurants and that was the only thing open during COVID. You know, you could mask up, sit down, take your mask off and consume. Um, But I also discovered all these quirky online things I was doing. I come from a, you know, single mum background, not a lot of money. For the first time in my life, there's something more than the, you know, fortnightly paycheck that runs out, you know, two days before your next paycheck. 
And so I was just like overcome with generosity. I'm buying flowers for all my friends interstate. <laughs> Every charity I stumbled across shaking a tin, I'd be like, yes, sign me up. And a couple of things that I just wasn't using. Like I was I was working through COVID full time. I'm still working um, just around the corner. Um, but I was, you know, working harder than ever as we did during COVID in this particular industry. So, you know, signing up for a $999 podcasting course, which I didn't use. It expired. I wrote to the woman, a former radio person. I thought, she'll understand. You know, I'm at the ABC. I've been doing emergency broadcasting, Black Summer, um, COVID, COVID, COVID. And um, can you extend this? And, you know, she didn't write back personally. Her, you know, assistant wrote back saying... Uh, sorry, we can't do that, but for just $89 a month, you can. And I was just like, <laughs> oh, my God. So I said... What, what about... I don't know if you like this, but when you're stuck for money and sometimes you're finding yourself entertaining the idea of doing a financial course... To fix up your budget. You'll spend $55 a month to find out how to budget. That's it. You know. so, so what you did. So what I did was I set myself a 90-day challenge. I looked back 90 days, looked forward 90 days and thought no cafes and restaurants. Yeah. No non-essential spending. Yeah. And to go home from work on time. Guess which one I failed at. <laughs> going home from work on time. Exactly. Yeah, right. There you go. And so they were your three rules that you set, you set that, yourself? Yeah, I set myself. And, you know, if one is to do the challenge, you set your own rules. Yes, that's right. Exactly. They might not be your rules. No, ones, not at all. And you just held yourself accountable. I did. And did it lead to contentment and enlightenment? <laughs> it actually did. So the book then became this deep dive. I pitched it. I got a book deal. I'm like, woohoo. International book deal. Is this deal. your first, Hello. first My book? My first published book, wow. yes. Wow, so first published book, international book deal, and yeah, yeah. you kind of only yeah. just got on to this and, game. And, you know, that came from striking while the iron was hot. I'm one of those perfectionists that would normally sit there, write the whole book, halfway through writing it and fiddling around with it. Someone on the other side of the world, far more famous with me than me, would do the same book and I'd be out, you know. Yeah, like, oh, that. Right. So this time I was lucky enough to run into another author who said I'd written a one-page book like journal entry essentially and I was just talking about it when we finished on the air because she was my last guest for the day and she said you should pitch that right now this is who you should pitch it to and I'm like it's one page I'm not going to get a book deal on one page would be a better story if I did I wrote three pages (laughs) pitched it to three publishers including the one she suggested and they all got back wanting more and two of them were didn't take unsolicited work so I knew I'd kind of hit the zeitgeist fancy word um, that's what happens when you work for the ABC. You use how big do, words. How do I spell um, that? I don't know. <laughs> so I just knew it wasn't just me. It was everyone I knew needing to always have more, do more, be more. We are consumer-driven. We are very driven. Those of us who are passionate about anything, whether it's your job, your kids, whatever, we tend to overdo. Conversely, there are some people that are frozen in action and just feeling guilty about what they're not doing. And that's sort of the flip side. If that's how you're feeling right now, you're doing too much, you have too much... You don't feel like you're it's enough. enough. It's yeah, never they're, enough. It's, a, it's a busyness too. Like this mm, constant yeah. busyness for the sake of busyness. Like yeah. you, you go to get something done and you you spend half an hour arguing with turning on a computer. You know mm. what I mean? So you've just lost, you know, there's that kind there's of that frenzy that we fatigue. get ourselves into. Absolutely. Like even just deleting an email, choosing to delete, delete it in a split second. And I'm really fast. It's a delete, 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 delete. Yeah. Whoops. I shouldn't have deleted that one. But... Even that is depleting. It's mentally draining, yeah. and we are all bombarded twenty four seven. So we were I guess only talking the, about that an hour ago. <laughs> yeah, the right. dark side of the internet, the dark side of um, 
you know, mobile devices and all that. There's so much good. It does allow us to connect, but so many challenges when it comes to switching off. But you know what? This is a good mantra. The name of the book is a good mantra. I have enough. I do enough. I am enough. I am enough. I am enough. And I think a lot of people struggle to say that about themselves. Because if you're self-critical... You'll be critical to other people, right? Yeah. So, so you know, it's just one of those things. I, I think you, it's a great idea. 90-day challenge to find contentment by Sheridan Stewart. And uh, you're officially launching tonight at Annie's Bookshop Annie's in Bridgen at 6 o'clock. Oh, my God. Doesn't she do great book launches? She, 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 she has queen. great book launches. If you want an interesting book, you know you're going to find it at Annie's. And hey. it's perfect timing. We've just had nine interest rate rises. Everyone's going to be looking for ways <laughs> to save. And I saved, like in that, I saved nearly $5,000 with those really simple wow. rules for In myself. 90 so days, you saved $5,000. In 90 $5, days. So if you, you know, stop and think about the, uh, the price of a coffee, Buying lunch out with a girlfriend or boyfriend, yes, um, or friend, friend of um, you know yeah. whatever, whatever uh, we like to identify with, and it adds up really, really quickly. quickly. It's yep. it's quite shocking. Like I, I was, my husband would think I'm extreme, but he obviously doesn't have enough female friends because you know <laughs> we live in cafes. It's what we do. Also, just a, a warning, you will get to know me far better than you probably want or need to. It's a very oh. – the book is full of personal stories of, that, of how this came about and it's dedicated to a friend of mine who passed on recently. Oh, wow. Was dealing with two terminal illnesses and faced her end of life with a grace that you can only aspire to. Like oh, if I yeah. could have half that much positivity and impact on the world – with a fraction of those challenges, I'd feel like a saint. She was amazing. So very, very, there's some deep stuff in there too. 